And welcome to the 75th Chamber, this is Mike, I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 22. Today we're going to talk about Kamala Harris, a senator out of California that's also Joe Biden's VP pick. Is she the right pick for the times and for the black community? Stick around and let's talk. I was somewhat surprised that Joe Biden actually picked Kamala Harris due to her past. There is so much that the public has on her that's going to aid Trump in his re-election bid. As the top cop, Attorney General of California, she's done some questionable things. And they were all aimed at the black community. Already the left is doing everything they can to protect her. Anyone that brings out her past is seen as a racist. That race card is being used so much that it really doesn't mean anything no more, and that hurts the black community when they do see racism take place. It's like the little boy that cried wolf. Similar to Jesse Smollett, a very close friend of Kamala Harris. She dated Willie Brown, former San Francisco mayor, and he acknowledged that he gave her opportunities to further her career. He was married at the time, but it was well known that he was dating. He would go to parties with his wife on one arm and his girlfriend on the other. It's a great way to move up the ladder if you have the oral capabilities. Black lives have not been taken seriously as being fully human. And you haven't helped that issue. You defended the three-strike law. You declined to advocate for legalized marijuana. You put away 1,500 people, mostly blacks, for marijuana offenses. You didn't support body cameras on policemen. You opposed legislation that would require your office to independently investigate police shootings. You support the death penalty. You advocated that a black man named Kevin Cooper, who was a death row inmate and had a trial that was rooted on racism and corruption, be executed. You advocated his death even though DNA evidence proved he was innocent and you continued to push his execution until the New York Times exposed the case. And that's not the only black man you did that to. The police framed Jamal Trulove and you went on with it. The city had to pay him $13.1 million because of you. You terrorized black families through your role as a prosecutor, and you ruined many lives. You use certain words that are part of the civil rights movement like truth, justice, equality for the people, and hope. But I think every black man and woman in California knows that you are not for the black community. And neither was your family. You see, Kamala Harris is a hypocrite because she talks about how whites capitalize and benefit from white supremacy. But as her father stated in one of his books, she is a direct descendant of Hamilton Brown. Hamilton Brown lived in Jamaica and owned 200 slaves. They have a town named after him. It's called Browntown. Now, as a Stanford University professor, I don't know why her father would lie about something like that. And that's what a lot of people on the left are trying to say, is that he just doesn't know what he's talking about. And it just shows you how the liberals will eat their own because her father is a Marxist. Him and his wife met in a group on campus. They believed in separation of the races and also idolized Mao and Castro. Now, anyone that idolizes Mao, somebody who killed close to 65 million people, and Castro, who killed many, including children, are very sick in my opinion. 
Now, Kamala's father, while he taught in Jamaica, was a professor of Marxist economics. Him and the Union for Radical Political Economics pushed the class to be taught and pushed for him to teach it. The department wanted nothing to do with it, but they caved into the pressure of the students. This union has total support from the Chinese government because Marxism and socialism introduced communism. And this is the turn that the Democratic Party has made. And like I said in previous episodes, communism and Marxism does not help the black community. In fact, it doesn't help any community, just the rich. And even though that in the doctrine it talks about equality, we can look at all these communist countries and see how they fare. And slowly the ideology is being pushed into elementary schools to change the next generation. You kill the old with COVID and bring in the new supporting communism. What is your process to determine who's telling the truth here? Well, listen, I think it's going to be about, it comes down to credibility, to your point, Gail. And it's going to be about uh, listening to what each party has to say. But I believe her. That was Harris answering questions about the Kavanaugh case. Even though the FBI vetted him 12 times, she still believes the victim. In April of 2019, Harris said that she believed Biden's sexual assault accusers and respected them to be able to tell their story and have the courage to do it. So a champion of the Me Too movement is actually siding in with a man who she believes is guilty of sexual abuse. But what did she think of Harvey Weinstein? She must think highly of him because he gave her money during her campaign. That could be because her husband is a big entertainment lawyer. So does he have any connection to Weinstein? Now one thing many people are curious about is the race of Kamala Harris. When she was first elected to Congress, she was billed as the first Indian to hold that seat. Now they're really pushing the narrative that she is the first African American to be Vice P nominee. Now her father was Jamaican born and her mother was born in India. And you ain't black. Now, while many Jamaicans, when they come to the U.S., they just say that they are African-American, but in reality, they say that they are Caribbean. And you ain't black. So it seems like because of the times that we're in, they're going to push that narrative because the Democrats know that they need the black vote. Because of blacks, it, there are more and more blacks switching parties. And for a rich white man telling black conservatives that they're not black is pretty fucking racist in my opinion. But let's be real with ourselves. What have the Democrats ever done for black America? The 94 crime bill was aimed at black men. But in this day and age of cancel culture, who can we pin that on? Who can we punish? Bobby Rush, member of Congress, said the other day, I'm ashamed that I voted for the 94 crime bill. You ashamed of that bill? Not at all. Um, and in fact, I drafted the bill, as you remember. I know that. Oh yeah, that's right, the Democrat Biden drafted that bill. See, that happened in 94, so a lot of these millennials don't remember. Because they don't even read history, they just read memes on Facebook and Instagram. We have no choice but to take them out of society. See, I can go on and on about Biden, and I might do that in my next episode. But he and the Democrats have one goal. They're going to put y'all back in chains. And how do they put them back in chains? Well, they're going to make you depend on the government. Bernie Sanders is as liberal as you can get. Some of his ideas sounded great on the surface, but when you really looked into them, you would see that they were impossible to achieve. They were pipe dreams of the Democratic Party. Now, as liberal as Bernie was, you cannot get any more liberal than Kamala Harris. 
she is a radical left liberal. What does that mean? That means that she supports anarchy. So if you've seen the Portland protests, that is something that she wants to reenact throughout the whole country. She wants to change the freedoms and the fabric that our country was founded on. The independence, the liberty and justice for all. If you look deep into her tax plan, she wants to raise taxes by 85% for all classes. She wants to ban the sale of guns. That would make it pretty much impossible for Americans to defend themselves against anarchists. But we must remember her and her family idolized Mao who banned guns. And with that ban, they were able to kill up to 65 million people. She wants taxpayers to pay for abortions. And at the rate that Planned Parenthood is killing black babies, taxpayers are going to be paying a lot. She wants to give health care to illegal immigrants and people that just don't have citizenship here. She wants to eliminate private health insurance. That is pretty much a death ticket for the elderly. And it will devastate this country. She wants to lower the voting age. Now can you imagine a bunch of kids that are eating Tide Pods going to the polls to pick your next president? See, that's good for Democrats because they know that the youth supports them because they're teaching them in schools how to think. And she also wants to give voting rights to terrorists in jail. She has a more liberal voting record than Sanders and Warren combined. I don't care if somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That makes sure that that person can make some kind of money because this city obviously doesn't care about them. Not only that, that's reparation. See, looting high-end stores like Gucci's and Macy's is reparation. That came from a Black Lives Matter leader in Chicago. This is the type of anarchy that Kamala Harris wants to bring to the United States to make change. But you see, the thing that the mainstream media isn't telling you is that a majority of blacks do not want to defund the police. 70, 60 or 70 or something percent where they surveyed the black community in the black community and we said, no, we want policing in our neighborhood. We, we want to be safe on our streets. And taking the police out of black neighborhoods is a death notice. That on top of banning gun sales, how would they be able to protect themselves from the gangs? You see, the Democrats want to eliminate the black people. And they've always been the racist party. History will show that, but the Democrats are trying to erase that history. And we must remember what the Black Lives leader said. We uh, are trained Marxists. So as we start to wrap up in this short podcast, many want to know what is the end game? What is the plan for Kamala Harris? Well, you see, within the Democrats, she only had 3%. She did awful in the debates. And her only highlight was when she called Joe Biden a racist. But the Marxist movement within the United States wants her in power. She's the only one that can stop Trump from investigating high-profile celebrities and politicians on this whole child trafficking pedophile shit. She's the only one that can introduce Marxism, socialism, then eventually communism. Now, they needed her to win, but she couldn't do it. So they used Joe Biden because he has the name in Washington. But I think everyone in the United States, including Joe Biden's camp, knows that he is not all there right now. He is very sick. He's either suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. So this was a perfect way to get her in. And George Soros' son helped Biden pick a VP nominee. 
So what will happen is, probably about six months in, Joe Biden will go into the hospital. They will then announce that he is no longer competent to do presidential duties. This will essentially make her president and Nancy Pelosi vice president. And then after four years, she can run for president, and if she wins, that means that we could have 12 years of a Marxist, communist president. And that is Obama's plan. And if you think racial equality is bad now, you haven't seen nothing yet. People just assume Trump is a racist. Well, this woman actually showed that she is. If you care about black lives, if you care about the children, if you care about this great country and all the freedoms it offers, then I would work my ass off to make sure that her and Biden do not see office. A racist like Biden and a communist sympathizer like Harris do not deserve to sit in the Oval Office. I want to thank you for tuning in and please do your own research. I hope you all stay safe and stay blessed.